0: Here we are in D.C. Yeah, you know, You've released a bunch of files over the last couple of months yeah. talking about big tech censorship and that the government actually was working yeah. with the big tech companies to censor people. You had a long thread about this about yeah. a month and a half ago. I was on there. Sure so I'm included. The government has infringed I like on my you. First Amendment rights. So my first question to you is, is there someone from the government here in D.C. that will apologize to me? Well, I, anyone. It, I know you don't get cash. You don't get a gift.
1: They, you don't get a they, board game. Yeah. They are not like won't apologize to you, they're gonna, they're gonna defend what right. they did oftentimes. And what's sad is um, used to be the Democrats cared about the First Amendment just as much as conservatives. Uh, you could go back 40, 50, 60 years ago, maybe they, they were their ones even fighting for free speech yeah. rights even more. But now it's it's sad because we have these hearings. Uh if you remember when we had Taibbi uh, in front of the the, the committee maybe a year ago a little less than a year ago and the democrats were asking him to divulge his sources. yeah someone like you need a lesson in the first amendment because he's in the press he'd have to give you his sources and th- at the same time that was happening by the way the irs was knocking on his door i mean you talked about intimidation so uh, literally at the exact same time exact were, same time yeah, at yeah. the same time turned out the irs actually owed him money which yeah. sort of the irony of it all huh. uh but yeah this is you know uh we we, we use the term weaponization of government but I think in a poll in Iowa, back before the caucuses, they asked voters, eight out of 10 voters felt like the government was, in fact, had, in fact, been weaponized against them. And they think that because it has. And it's like, um, that's why we keep highlighting what's going on. And I will say this, too. We have had some success in that the IRS announced five months ago, the commissioner said we will no longer be sending uh, agents to Americans' home, unannounced visits to Americans' homes. And Mr. Warfall announced that. He said well, we're doing this for the safety of our agents. Below. Oh yes, yes, this. because it's the pistol that's yeah. <laughs> pay <are laughs> Yeah, the problem. They're doing it because um, we caught them. Right. And it's like uh, the same with the, the disinformation governance board at DHS. So uh, I like to think we're making starting to have in that
0: How hopeful are you in all your years of Congress at the point <laughs> that that you can actually shift things in the right direction? Maybe maybe not shift them fully in the way you want to go, but that you can actually kind of steer things a little bit better because that seems to be yeah. the best you can get out of dc
1: yeah no good good question um i'm always optimistic about when we live in america you, you got to be optimistic it's the greatest country ever uh, and i do think more and more voters are saying wait a minute this is not how it's supposed to be and i'm encouraged because if you if you step back and kind of look at the big picture the left controls everything Left controls big media, left controls big tech, big corporation, big sports, watch the NBA, left controls Hollywood, higher education, you, you name it. But the left doesn't control we, the people. And we still, win elections, we still get conservatives and people who, libertarians and people who believe in, in freedoms and, and the constitution uh, making a difference. So uh, I'm, I'm always optimistic.
0: All right, let's talk about this border situation yeah. because that's that's obviously the hot thing at the moment. Um, when I saw the original version of this a couple of days ago, immediately, I was like, do not sign on to this thing. You know, this, do, this is just more power to the government, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it sounds like this thing's dead, yeah. at least in Congress, right? So I think so. At least in the House. Um, I take it you're you're not a fan of uh, no. No, giving, no, no, giving no, more no, power no. to the administration. And Biden could close the border, right? Right yeah. now?
1: yeah. I mean, but he... Probably won't do. He probably won't stop something that he intentionally started, and and that's what I think the country is 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 realizing more and more is like they did this on purpose, willfully, deliberately, intentionally. They decided day one to change three fundamental policies: no more wall, no more wait in Mexico. Once you're here, you will not be detained. Well, when you announce that and you do that, everyone wants to come and. The magnitude of this problem now is we're on pace to get to 12 million. Michael, it's come in the country in in Biden's presidency, four years. It's where over 8 million have been encounters and and gotaways and all the terms they use, But that's on top of the 12 million No, we're on pace. Well, yeah, right. right, We're on pace during his his presidency to get to 12 million. I tell people, that's equivalent to the entire population of Ohio. We're the seventh largest state. So that's the magnitude of this. And they did it intentionally. So they can stop it if they put back in place those policies. They just don't want to do so. It. So when you talk to your colleagues on the other side, do they believe it's intentional? What What do they think Biden's intentions are? This is just a, a replacement of voters, you know. It, that's the, the the twelve million dollar question. I mean, whatever number that, that's the question is. Why are they doing it? Um, I gotta believe it, it's political. Some some sometimes I think it's just well, President Trump did A B and C, so we're gonna do you know we're gonna do D E and F. We're not gonna do what he did. We're gonna do the opposite, and it's like. Why don't we just do what works and what, what secures our border? So um, I don't know. I, I'm actually now, we're down to, I think, two options. He's not going to fix it. President Biden's not going to. So we can wait for the election. Just like this is, and it's obviously in front of mind of voters. It's one right. of the top issues we need to polling. So we can, and it's a clear choice. President Trump, <coughs> who had our border secure, Joe Biden, who, who doesn't. Um, so we can wait for that. Or we can use the power the Constitution the Framers gave us, which is the power of the purse, and we can say, on this spending bill's coming due next month, we can say, I think, one sentence. No money. Just call it timeout. No money can be used to process or release into the country any new migrant. So just say, timeout. We're not going to exacerbate the problem. We're going to stop here. And we'll deal with the evaluating the, the $8 million have come thus far. Uh, and they'll go through the adjudication process, and we'll see if they actually are legitimate asylum seekers. But no more. And, and and that is exactly opposite of what this bill was designed, th- this bill that was introduced in the Senate was going to just keep letting the flow happen.
0: Right. So when you saw what Greg Abbott did about a week ago, uh, I take it you were kind of yeah. into it. Now yeah. 25 other uh, Republican governors have signed on to that. Is that really the way <laughs> kind of the future of governance that the states will just return to doing what they've got to do because this thing yeah. in this town that we're in is just calcified
1: and busted? Until we get a new president, I mean, but you, you, you can't blame uh, Governor Abbott and the state of Texas. You can't blame other border states and and other conservatives who now, because the problem, the concern is, you know, coming to every state. I mean, look Democrat Mayor New York yeah. Mayor Adams. Look at the they're been saying, wait, we got we got to deal with it. So um, think about the you talk about stupid. Remember when Abbott uh, and, and Texas put up the 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 fence? Yeah. So s- the state was doing. It. And and Joe Biden said, we're going to use federal tax dollars to tear down the fence that Texas taxpayers had put up that was actually working. You talk about stupid, but that
0: is this administration. So, what do you make of the strange situation that we're in where it now seems like the red states are kind of going against the Supreme Court because of that 5 4 decision? And we're the ones that actually believe in yeah. the powers that be and, and separation of powers and I get decisions I get, and things of that nature.
1: Yeah, no, I get nervous about this, you know. I remember when when President Biden was uh, sworn in, I actually went to the inauguration, and there was a a part of his speech that made, he talked about unity and coming together as a country, which we we definitely need. But then after he said that, he went to the, you know, finished his speech, and he went to the Oval Office, and he signed 20 executive orders that divided the country. And then a year ago, he stands in front of Independence Hall and gives that creepy speech with all the red lights and calls half the country. Fascist. It's it's not healthy, um, but we'll be, all right. we'll be all right. We're Americans. We'll be all right. Is he the pilot of the plane right now? Who's the pilot of the plane? I don't think anyone believes it's him at this point. Anyone with common sense, no one with common sense believes it. I mean, just it's sad because he's our president. Um, I, mean, I disagree with his policies, always have, but you want your president to be capable of handling the job, and it, and it sure appears that he's just not, and, um, you, you, I don't take any there's no joy in saying that for any of us because it's, he's the commander in chief of, of our great country. Um, but I think day to day, it's probably the chief of staff who sort of runs the, the day-to-day operations. I mean, just sort of the nature of how, I mean, these, these offices work, <clears throat> but who's making the strategic decisions and, and policy decisions? I don't know.
0: What do you sense the driving ethos of the Democrats is at this point? It, it's hard to tell. On one hand, it's kind of open borders, yeah. let everybody in, DEI, like, it just seems like so much craziness. Like, there's got to be somebody there. Fetterman is suddenly the, the same Democrat. What, what has true. happened
1: to this party? Yeah, the left has control of it. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said it best uh, a year ago when she gave the response to the State of the Union. Um, I thought she just knocked it out of the park. And, and she, she said, the divide in America today is normal versus crazy. <laughs> and it's like, you could have the list. It is, and the left is all, on all the crazy positions. The the left it it is crazy to defund the police. It is crazy to let non citizens vote. It is crazy to not have a border. It is it is uh it is crazy to think uh, uh, uh boys are allowed to compete against girls in sports. Like the the left always accuses uh conservatives of that you guys are fighting the culture wars. No, we're not. We just for normal. We're right. just for regular. <laughs> My favor, It is what cool. they mean is you're fighting back. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. You got to just lay down. Take. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 one that gets me is. It is crazy to let a Chinese spy balloon fly across the country and then shoot it down. I'm, I, I tell folks, I'm just a country boy from Western Ohio. I think I'd have probably shot it down before it went across the country.
0: I think I, I know President. Trump. Speaking went, of Chinese spies, we were having dinner last night at a state joint. There, at Swalwell was there. It's like, <laughs> there's a guy that slept with a Chinese spy in Congress, and, and nobody cares.
1: Yeah. So the the, the craziness. So I, again, I think this campaign coming up, it is so clear. The contrast is so. Stark, so sharp. Uh, We went in literally three years now, and what are we at? Three years and 17 days of the Biden administration. We went from a secure border to no border. We went from safe streets to record crime. We went from $2 gas to $4 gas. We went from stable prices to record inflation. We went from being respected around the world and striked from the Oval Office and President Trump to Joe Biden. And we've had these agencies turned against we the people. That is the campaign. Do you want Trump, who did all the things right here on the policy issues and, and actually projected strength from the Oval Office in foreign policy, and Hamas and Hezbollah didn't attack our best friend Israel when he was president, or do you want Biden? And it's like, I, I don't see how you can make it any sharper, any clearer for the American people, and that's why I think President Trump's going to win. So you are bullish on that. It's I not am. just that the ideas are better. It's that you actually think that the votes will be there. In some that. ways, it's, it's, it's the old Reagan question. You better off gone or four years ago, and everyone's like, no. And we're not safer? Uh, we don't have the leadership in this town that we used to have with President Trump. So I think, again, America, we've got common sense. I think they see it. I think he would.
0: I just want to bring this back to the border thing uh, before I let you go. So can you just talk about how they put these bills together? Because I think a lot of people are looking at this thing right now, and they're going, okay, whether this fixes the border, that's one part of the bill. But then there's 60 billion for Ukraine. There's all these other things in there. People just don't understand what these things have to do with each other. And I saw Chuck Schumer, I think, on MSNBC last night, basically threatening, nobody will get anything unless we get exactly what we want, which is how a four-year-old behaves. Yeah. Uh, like, how did, who writes the freaking thing? Will you get it on your desk,
1: no, here's, how do you look at it? How do you analyze it? Yeah, yeah uh, with this one, I and mean, we, have, we have some great staff on the Judiciary Committee, on particularly on, on immigration, and, and, and immigration and enforcement policy, who went through this. They said, this, this bill's terrible on, on that area. But the White House says, we need money for Ukraine. Um, you know, the experts in the state department or whatever say, well, we need 60 billion or whatever the number is. And then that's the number that, oh, shazam experts said we yeah. need 60 billion. So, uh, then they sit down and it's these, these negotiations where it was, it looked like it was largely just three members, uh, Langford cinema and, and Murphy. Um, and then they come out with this product and you're like. Which is bipartisan. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Now, now the way it's supposed to work is you actually have a committee, you have hearings. They put together the legislation and then you go to the full body. There's an amendment process and we, the people get to weigh in via their representative and or Senator, uh, and have an impact on the legislation. And then when it's all amendments offered and debated and voted on, and then there's a final package Then there's an up or down vote versus this package that gets thrown in front of you, whether it's a spending bill, whether it's a comprehensive immigration reform bill, along with Ukraine funding, um, and you're supposed to vote. Them. That's not how the process is supposed to work. Let's have the debate. 435 of us in the House, 100 in the Senate. Let a committee, full House, Senate committee, full Senate, then you go. that. If we did, if we followed the process, it actually we definitely get a better crop. So you're saying we should do things as they were set up to be. That. Wouldn't that, answer
0: that. that? My final question for you is this: Is there one Democrat in this town that will talk to me? We can't get anybody. Really? We can't get anybody. I know I'm scary. It's a yeah. You know, no, There
1: should be because there are still some. Um, did your guys get us a list? Yeah. here? somebody you know? I always tell this, story. I, they'll You be, may be, you I, may I, be the, I, 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 one of my good friends, yeah, literally a friend. He, we, 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 we talked a couple weeks ago, is Dennis Kucinich. And you know, Kucinich is like, as I said, retired, yeah, but, but he's, he, he's yeah. actually running. Is <laughs> he coming back? Trying to run as an, as an independent. Uh, but when he was here, we were friends, and he's like, way, way over here on the left, and I'll conservative. But like he believes that he, he was an old school Democrat who actually believes yeah. in the First Amendment, and so you would think you could get because you, I know how how much you championed the First Amendment. I think you could get a Democrat to come talk to you about privacy and First Amendment rights and Fourth Amendment liberties. All right, you're gonna find me a Democrat, and then you're gonna find <laughs> someone from. I got <laughs> <gonna lasagne> <laughs> to say, I apologize. Forget me a <laughs> Anybody that's brilliant. good you Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for all the good work. you yeah. do.